Locked and loaded. I'm ready. It reminds me that we need to do something about your, your mic. It seems floppy. I don't know why. It's fine. It needs some Mike Agra. I also just play with it a lot. Yeah. Also, Mike Agra. Yeah. A little ADHD. I need yeah. something to fiddle with. Yeah. We need, need you one of those like fidget spinners. Yeah, for... I never had one. That would be. I don't think they were like popular, or maybe they were a thing or not when I was growing up. But that definitely would help. No doubt about it. Yeah, I don't think that that's me. Yeah, I'm, I don't know if there's like science behind it actually helping or not, but I would have used it. I'm, I think I'm just like a fidgety, not fidgety with my hands, but like I I move a lot. Yeah. I do a little bit of both. Sometimes I didn't even notice it. Like, uh, there was a clip you sent me from one of the podcasts. My legs are going crazy. I was like, yeah, I didn't even know my legs were going crazy. You know, just fucking tap dancing over here. I don't know. Yeah, I just always fuck with shit, I think. And that's probably a bad and good thing of cell phones. Oh, because it gives you something to do. But I'm just yeah. always fucking with shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, And before cell phones, I was doing a pencil or a crayon or like tearing water bottles apart or whatever the hell it is. I, I don't know if that's ADHD or just destructive boy energy but uh puppy puppy behavior yeah kind of because yeah. i have a lot of that yeah we we had a puppy um she's our puppy that passed a little over a year ago um uh wasn't a puppy when she passed but when she was a puppy she could like open bottles yeah and fuck around a lot yeah yeah, yeah. take the tops off of things yeah sometimes she chewed them off and sometimes she literally unscrewed them i can't put my leg like that eat them or just fucking just play with them um uh she would chew them up too one of my my first dog would fucking just eat everything. You should eat like holes. This is a little graphic. Sorry, y'all. Eat like you know underwear, socks, or whatever, uh, and then just like poop out a whole sock. I'd be cleaning up poop in my. You know, I'm a kid, kid. I'm probably like third grade. And I'm uh-huh. gotta pick up the poop because I gotta mow the lawn and blah blah blah. All my chores, and it'd be like my whole Nike sock, just in a pile of shit, sitting in the backyard. You're like, what the fuck are you like? Un- it's like I don't need like that swallowed sock whole. I don't need that sock anymore. Yeah, swallowed whole and just went through the whole digestive system untouched, unmatched. My mother-in-law had a golden retriever that we used to keep, um, and he liked to steal food like a lot. And he he literally like got into a you know a case, this like small case size of uh, payday bars. Oh shit! And ate them, and they came out the other end still in wrappers? the wrappers. Yeah, holy cow! He got nothing out of it. They were like twisted. Too, it couldn't even like really taste weird. good. No, no, it what couldn't taste like anything. He just woofed them down. Yeah, you know? sometimes they're nuts. Retrievers can can eat a big amount of whatever, which is like one of those. That's why you end up getting one of those um, the maze. Yeah, um, yeah, a little brain. Uh, yeah, stimulant. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, food bowls, yeah. so they have to bounce around. They can't just woof it down because then they throw it back up. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. Our first one, it was a flat coat retriever. We got him from the pound. He was fucking the best dog on the planet. But uh, I don't think he threw up from food. But mm-hmm. he was about the food for sure. But he's just so smart too. He didn't give a sh- you know. He yeah. didn't. We taught him pretty good. Re- retrievers are smart, except when they're dumb. Yeah, they're kind of doofusy sometimes. I, I, I do feel um, there are, it's kind of like humans. Everyone just says, like, this dog's mean and this dog's fucking smart. And, like, I think it's got, like, potential to be smart and potential. Because I've met some retrievers that are just complete morons. You yeah. know what I mean? Just absolute idiots. But, yeah. like, yeah, some of them are stupid smart and will learn everything super quick. I am not at a point of wanting to get another dog, but um, I'm intrigued by Bernadoodles. Oh, they're amazing, yeah. 
There's a breeder here in Eastside. Oh, really? Yeah, look. They're just all those. I love them all, but I'm trying to get Dan's mom to do one. Shout out to Dan's mom. Uh, she breeds poodles. She has a poodle. Oh. So she just find a little Bernese. Yeah. I, I would like somebody to make me a medium-sized dog out of that and not yeah. a not a large I, dog. I, I, don't I don't want it out of a standard poodle, I think is the answer. I think her dogs are standard poodles. I've met them. But some standard poodles, motherfuckers, are like up to my chest, you know? Some are, yeah. these are like, probably, and they're all skinny. They got little bones, but um, I bet it'd be a decent size with hers, but not too crazy. I mean, Bernese are pretty big. They're like a big retriever. Yeah. Bernese are good dogs, too. It's just so hot here. They, yeah, they don't have the longest lives either. They live yeah. like seven, eight years, with kind of at the most, usually. Yeah. My uh, my New, other dog, Newfoundlands are kind of the same way. My other dog we just put down. She was seventeen, going to be eighteen. Lord, I had her since junior year of high school. Oh my god! Yeah, crazy. That's such such a long life for a little doggo. Yeah, I know. I still want another dog. I look all the time, but it's just like such a. I got commitment issues, you know. It's gigantic commitment, and Mike. I mean, commitment is a little bit of the issue now, but but like cleanliness after having had dogs for 27 years straight my house is clean now and i don't have because yeah. i don't have a dog well, that's why i think about burn doodles and things like obviously they can track in some mud but like yeah. i don't have a backyard so i'd be walking them on concrete right which would help and then if they don't shed like crazy but 90 percent of freaking dogs shed like crazy and i have wood floors so it wouldn't be too bad you swift it up real quick but you're right. It just adds a whole layer. And then if we, I want to bring them in the gym, obviously, but I want a baby, so then I got to train the fuck out of it. Right. And that's just it's just time intensive, and we're I'm back traveling a good amount, you know. So, mm-hmm. and then somebody's got to watch the dog. And yeah, and we got the roomies, you know. Kyle and Dan would take care of it, but it's still then it's a big ask. Right. I don't want to, and my mom would take care of it too, but you know, it's just and it's, you got to get it there. It's just a lot of thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the issue with me committing to putting more shit on my plate. Yeah, I understand that. So we've been off for a minute. We uh, we hope that you enjoyed uh, revisiting the Eric Helms episodes of this show when we talked about the basic macronutrients. Um, yeah, a little and, education for you. Yeah, and and kind of our own um, ideas of what we were going to do with the show in the beginning because they were episodes one, two, and four. Yeah, and well, uh, we did right. We probably did sixty, seventy episodes like that. Uh something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll sprinkle those in. We just needed to put them in because we were unavailable. Um, one of the unavailabilities was um, the fact that I jacked up my knee, and it is getting better. I am I am hopeful yeah. that I'm not going to have to do anything crazy with it. But boy, is it boy, has it been bad? It's been been pretty bad. It's kind of the worst of the knee things I've ever had. Yeah, pretty angry. And I didn't even do it lifting, which is what's dumb. I did it like. <laughs> squatting not with weights but like with my body weight mostly over one side yeah working on my closet of all things let's uh we just did a barbara gate talk show on it well i say we just we probably did it like three months ago but it just published uh about like posture and injury and like it's true but both by evidence and just logic that powerlifting and bodybuilding are like the two safest sports in the planet because when you're squatting, your full concentration is on squatting. Right. Even my ADHD ass, I'm not thinking about some crazy stuff. I have right. 315 on my back, and I'm focused on every movement I'm making. When you are squatting, you probably got a drill in your fucking hand. You're looking to your left. You're looking about your right. You're worried about the angles, whatever you're working on. And so your focus isn't on the squat. So it's just way more likely that you're going to get fucked up outside of the gym or any other sport. 
yeah than uh, actually just squatting right yeah no i was um i was trying to get a board to fit around an irregular surface and then I kept having to go back outside and cut a little more yeah. and you know, went back and forth. And the stupid thing is that I – the, the closet's a, it's a walk-in closet, but it's not gigantic. And I had the the ladder, the stepladder still like deployed in there, so it was taking up floor space. Had I just folded it up, yeah. I could have sat on my ass and not been on my. On, I don't do that shit either. I'd be the same as you. It, I mean, but it really was just an ergonomic issue. I didn't have to do it that way. I just did it in a dumb way because I thought, okay, well this uh, this time's going to be enough. This is It'll this revision. Thing. Yeah, and it just and it went on for like an hour and. And I've been up and down the ladder painting, and and by the next morning, my knee was like fuck yeah. you, and yeah. and it's been somewhat you know that way since then. Leads me to the rant of the day. Yeah, TikTok in particular, it happened on like Rogan's show years ago, and a lot of people talk about like this risk versus reward with deadlifts in particular. Mm. And evidence shows like no injury significance difference between squat, bench, or deadlift. Yeah. So if your risk to reward is bad on the deadlift, you motherfuckers better not be benching. You better not bench either, you yeah. silly dumb bitches. <laughs> and then two, like I just said, literally, statistically, the safest sport on the planet is bodybuilding. Number two is powerlifting. And mm-hmm. eh, maybe we get into some running or who knows what comes next. But So you better not be playing pickup basketball. You better not throw nothing. If you guys are so worried about the risk, quote-unquote, reward... And second thing is you can't measure reward. Yeah. And I understand if your argument is there's better exercises for hypertrophy than just a deadlift. And I don't disagree. If your goal is purely hypertrophy, you don't have to deadlift. You don't have to do anything. But this argument of risk to reward is literally trash out the window both by evidence and 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 if you want to fucking go deadlift, man, like you're not going to get injured deadlifting. You just literally won't. This is not going to happen. No, I agree with you. I, I, you might get a little bit of a back pump that is yeah. uncomfortable sure. in the moment, but it does. It goes away. Yeah, it just goes away. Yeah. Just a little extra yeah. blood in some place that wants to squeeze on nerves. It's yeah, not you better like- not squat. And then and then I guarantee the evidence probably hasn't looked at it, but the, the the argument of injury versus leg press or hack squat versus regular squat is probably the exact same. So you better you better stop training legs if risk to reward is your goddamn argument. Yeah, it's sh- literal trash. And it's just kids regurgitating bullshit they hear because some strength coach said it. Strength coaches are working with football, soccer, basketball players where you can't you can't handle all the variables that lead up to an injury in those sports. And then you're worried about a trap bar deadlift in the gym in a completely controlled environment. Fuck you. Well, since we're talking about injury, um, uh, while we've been off. Uh, Next door to us here, they are in the process of of, of constructing a multi story apartment building, and the uh, literally right next to us, the lot right next to us, is where they're putting all of the um, all of the mechanical. So, like the uh, tractory wh- things, where the ele- where the electric supply oh. is going, and where the where the water. St- station that controls the whole thing and all that right in here so they're digging holes next to us and so as we're talking 
the uh, the earth rumbles under us like like there's a little earthquake all yeah. the time. And more than once during the time that we've been off, I've come back here to find that parts of the set have fallen. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty big. <laughs> yeah, and like I hope nothing falls and and hits you. I'm not worried. I uh, one I got a tough brain. Uh, two, the rumbling. Uh, I don't notice as much. Sometimes when we're podcasting, definitely not when I'm running around in the gym itself. And I don't know if that's just because who knows where my attention is, but. I live close to the train, and I oh. think it's cargo trains. Yeah, it is. I don't think it's part. the Amtrak. It's not, it's not yeah, I, I, I have the big one, and uh, I don't live that close. Like, a, like I don't know, in yards, maybe 300, 400, 500 yards. But my house is tall, mm-hmm. three stories. So if you're on, like, the second story or first story, you might be able to hear the horn, you know? Mm-hmm. The little air horn goes off. I don't know why. Because I don't think there's a crossing or anything, but they always just fucking let a rip. There's some kind by of my regulation house. about it, but they're like and, maybe and, a corner. Maybe, maybe there's a big corner there. I don't really know. Because um, I understand crossing a path. That's why you rip the horn. Yeah, the but, one that's closest to your to your house, the like the, probably the intersection of the train and the street closest to your house is actually closed <laughs> for for Blue Diamond for the almond. Yeah, it goes. Yeah, it goes over. It yeah. goes, it's a bridge. It doesn't yeah. cross an actual street anywhere. So I don't know why that is. So you'll hear the horn here and there, but I think it rumbles all day, and I never feel it. I literally, I feel it at night sometimes when I'm like about to go to sleep. But doesn't your place sway? Yeah, that's why I feel it at night when yeah. I'm at the top. Yeah, but that's you know TV off. Yeah, I'm sitting in bed. My attention is nowhere, so you'll hear it or feel it. But it doesn't really bug me either. I so, don't know. So we uh, we had a. Quick trip to Vegas a couple weeks ago to uh, watch USAPL Mega Nationals. Yeah. I don't know why I had to be Mega all of a sudden. Uh, I think it's because it's raw and and, equipped. equipped. But it's not Masters? No, it was Masters. It was everything everything but collegiate. Yeah, Everything but collegiate, yeah. Yeah, maybe that is why. And they used to be separate? Equipped? Yeah, I know they used to do like men's. Well, back to, there was no raw, so there was yeah. like it was just equipped. Um, uh, they used to do men's separates, men's nationals, women's nationals. Yeah, and it's know, obviously gone masters nationals. Crazy! This is the first actual nationals I've been to. I'm still debating. We got USPA nationals, which no offense out there, fam, but it doesn't seem to be quite the uh, show that the USAPL Nats. Yeah, um, but that's in a couple weeks. I still might sneak out to Vegas and see that. Um, but for my first nationals, I've been to big meets, you know, big paid meets, mm-hmm. pseudo, you know, stream, not televised, but big, big viewership meets or big and quote unquote important meets. Um, overall, I thought it was solid, you know, yeah. uh, the, the sport's fucking boring. We've talked about it and you can enjoy it all you want. It does make it much more difficult for the lifter, the pace in which they do the regular sessions. Um, the prime time's a little bit better because there's one platform and you have two weight classes, so you get a nice, decent break. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're running, they're slamming four. And what was the prime time we watched? Probably f- five hours? It was long. It was long, yeah. Yeah, probably five hours because it probably started six, seven-ish, and we weren't out of there until 11, 11.30. Um, yeah. And the regular sessions probably whipped through in like two hours. And they had four platforms, and so I think they also did about two weight classes per session, just male or just female often, and, and so it would just move a lot quicker. And again, that visually it is better, right? You know, we, we, we went to watch our, our, our lifter, Avi, um, absolutely smash it. She, she ended up with a podium, top five, in her first nationals ever, 
third meet ever, I think, which is absolutely insane. She's been powerlifting like five years, but because of COVID and everything, she hasn't got the platform time to compete. Um, And she absolutely destroyed it. Uh, So props to her. We're going to have her on the show and kind of recap some of that with her. But visually it was cool you get to watch her squat her attempts were soonish then we could fuck around for you know five minutes ten minutes and then she's basically deadlifting yeah. or basically benching etc yeah, yeah. so as a as a viewer that helped and the prime time was cool more music more energy um we saw like the prime time of prime times with the, the sean noriegas the grudens uh angelo and russ all kind of going head to head for the top four bryce. 83s the 90s with bryce and them um although i feel like the 83 still steal the show like bryce is an old friend for sure and he's probably gonna set some records in the 90s now that he cut down and he he has some time to hang out in that weight class um but the 90s i think got split up more with ipf and the 83s didn't Uh, and so the competitiveness wasn't it's still highly competitive and there's a bunch of newish lifters that are smashing weights but it's just not the same kind of story as the 83 or the same story as the usapl two years ago right um the big news i guess in our discord if you guys want to check it out they're uh 50 facts.com you can join the discord community uh our exclusives on clothing sales on clothing everything there um is that the usapl which doesn't really make sense because it's the us apl mm-hmm. is trying to go national or yeah. sorry, international. Yeah, um, and I don't have a lot of news on that, but I do. Sounds like they have like three or four countries that they're going to run comps in and see what happens. Yeah, we're all right. We're all right. Um, and so they're going to Australia. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got oh, it. Okay, okay. Yeah. They're going to Australia, I believe. Yeah. Korea, um, and then I forgot the other countries. And it just seems like a weird take um, because I know some of the distress of leaving the IPF was a financial thing. Some of it was drug testing mm-hmm. um, that they wanted to raise the standard. But then, like, how do you expect to keep those finances? I don't know. They still give $1,000 away for a winner at the USAPL Nats. Yeah, this money's going is, somewhere. Yeah. Um, I don't know the list of numbers anymore, but it was closing in on 20000 a couple of years ago on how many members were in the USAPL. Plus sponsor money. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I'm not a fucking mathematician here, but there's a lot of money rolling in and out of this. Are they just going to spit out more money then to raise the testing standard of these other countries? Because obviously the other countries couldn't afford it or didn't want to afford it and voted to stay in the IPF themselves. And then, like, is the name of it enough that it'll compete with the IPF? And is it going to feel like what the USPA did making the IPL, which is like... Yeah, there's like know, no international lifters. Right. If you're a big-time international... Some, but not, not, not like... not Yeah, not the cream being, of the crop No. If you're the cream of the crop and you're an international lifter, you're coming to the U.S. to do the big money meets. Right. Which isn't USPA Nats. No. And it isn't USAPL Nats. No. Even if you're drug tested. I mean, yeah, I don't know. And then is there enough honor or I don't know the term prestige in being an IPF champ now that you could argue, I mean, I want to give it a a legitimate guess, but 30% of the talent's gone. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to discredit the other IPF lifters because there's a lot of strong cats overseas, but, and the USAPL was maybe a little less 20% of the top talent's gone now from the IPF. Yeah. It's a pretty big chunk. Oh uh, yeah, because I mean, US uh, USAPL had a big turnout of 
known lifters. Yeah, very strong cats. Past IPF champs. Yeah. Past IPF competitors, podium guys. Bryce has been on the podium. Yeah. I I would say that, like, um, Lane... Going the going to yeah, Power Lifting America, America is just is that name somewhat I, notable, I but yeah, I, yeah, Powerlifting America. Not a, that's not the a, best we could come up with. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, I guess, I don't know. I don't know any of those people. Maybe I don't know. If we were better connected, we might have some of those people on to tell us why they're doing what they're doing, the way they're doing it. But I mean, I understand trying to make a branch to the IPF. It was a smart move, and they moved in quick. Like that's always a good look. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Lane has a big following, but he's going Masters to the IPF. It's yeah. just not, you know, talking purely sports-wise, uh, it's always second, you know, third dairy in someone's mind Yeah, who's dude. competing in Masters or Juniors or whatever. Not that it's not competitive and not that it's not cool. Uh, it's just not the top. It's just not the cream of the crop yeah. of, of open lifting. Well, there's a reason that other shit doesn't have that. Yeah. There's no, like, retired NFL league. I don't want to watch that shit. <laughs> No offense, Lane. Love you, buddy. You know uh, what I mean. I don't know. You, uh, you, USFL. Uh, yeah. Who's playing? In Whatever the USFL? that is, no one's watching. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is, but no one's watching. We uh, had a team here for a second. No one watched. Well, it's it's back, right? Isn't it know. USFL? The XFL is coming back. XFL. That's the one. I'm looking yeah, well, yeah. That's just because the Rock, and that'll be like a recruiting. That's supposed to be like a B league for the NFL. And if they like change some of the rules or something, you know, you let a, let it be a little grittier and some harder hits. Some people might watch it. Um, but it's not going to succeed either. You just watch college football. Yeah. If you want to watch the up and comers, you watch college. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it makes no sense. There's you know, no, there's no minor league football in that way. And even that, like who follows the minor league? I'll go to a river cats game. I'll yeah. go watch a triple a. It's yeah. fun to go live, but no one's following that. Yeah. Part of it is that we're, we, um, we have a triple a, team that is very geographically close to its yeah. major league right that home. helps and so you could go and see like yeah you know really high level major league baseball players yeah. either on their way up or on their way back yeah tickets are cheap yeah the stadium's cool it's obviously a good location for us personally but like even that yeah i'm not checking the box scores every day yeah if i was uh uncle rico i could throw that yeah goodie bear football easily at, at uh yeah, the stadium. At the stadium, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. And that's been the issue with the powerlifting, right? Like, if we have so many different leagues, I know this, we're beating a dead horse here, but we have so many different leagues. Like, who do you follow, what, why, when? Yeah. Like, the IPF, I paid some attention to, and Nats, we were there, so I was paying attention, but you just care less. The more it's going to be diluted, the less you're going to care. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and, and powerlifting is the only sport that it could even exist with it being so diluted because numbers speak for themselves, right? Yeah, you can't do that in other leagues because the straight up talent's going to end up at the top because you're going to want to play against the best talent. Where in powerlifting, there's potential for you to compete whatever's convenient for you because the money's not there, the prestige isn't there, and your total is long. In I know there's judging and this and that, but basically your total speaks for itself. You can do it anywhere, even yeah. if you're in the gym, right? And you squat a thou, bench a thou, pull a thou. You're going to get attention. Mm-hmm. Even the people will be like, well, it's not on a meet and you know, who knows what bars and kilos. You're going to get fucking attention mm-hmm. because the the poundage. But, and, there, and someone can argue TikTok or whatever with basketball, but if you're a real basketball player, no one gives a fuck. Like I've seen all these little TikTokers and they're trash because <laughs> I know they're playing against trash, you know? Yeah. You're going to end up playing against somebody good and the truth will come out. When powerlifting, that's just not the case. 
uh, as our friend Brandon says, Bart don't lie. Yeah. Weights are weights, Bart don't lie. Yeah. I mean, judging is the only real variable. And he fucking stole that. All right, Brandon Diamond Campbell. That's a basketball <laughs> That's a basketball saying, and I know he played basketball, and that's why I know he fucking stole it. Uh-huh. We say the ball don't lie. Ball don't lie, yeah. And that's because, like, in pickup basketball, you call your own fouls. And so if I call a foul and you didn't foul me and uh-huh. I miss the free throw or I miss my jumper, they say ball don't lie, meaning the ball, the karma's coming back because oh. I was being a cheapskate. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I did not realize that. And he didn't steal it, Brandon. You know what I mean. <laughs> He, he manipulated it. He molded it. He he, re- it's he good, repurposed it. No, it was a good he, he repurpose re- of of people that just straight steal shit. His was a good repurpose. I'll give him that. Yeah. And bar don't lie actually makes more sense. Oh yeah, and yeah. actually it's much more straightforward. No, it's a great. It's a good saying, bastard. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. great branding. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else is going on. Um, we're lifting weights in here. We got a meet in six weeks, eight weeks. Ten Good weeks. Question. Beginning of September, uh, September 11th, the Sunday, we're having a meet here at Third Street Barbo. If you guys want to come hang out, we got a free open gym the day before, trying to turn it into a little party. Um, yeah, I don't know. It feels good to be back in routine. So we went to Vegas. I got COVID. Jim yeah. busted his knee. We had about 10 days of weirdness where I'm just sitting on my couch, laptop working. And so it was like productive-ish. Um but it does feel it doesn't feel as productive. I think we talked about that too in the past. You take all these like high school tests as like a senior, like a college counselor or whatever. Maybe normal schools don't do this. Maybe this is my weird school, but we did. And they're like personality-ish ones, and then ones that like um, try to figure out how you feel fulfilled and what you're good at. Oh, I don't remember any of that in a public school. Yeah, then maybe not. But like little stuff, like uh, stuff that sticks in my head was like. Um, do you work better as an individual? Do you work better with a team? Do you work better with small tasks, complete, move on? Or do you work better on big picture, creative, mm-hmm. whatever, stuff like that? Project-oriented versus task-oriented. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And so, like, I think some of my skill sets built more for, like, big project-oriented, creative brainstorming. <laughs> Bless you. But... My fulfillment meter works better with task done, task done. And I think a lot of people do, right? When you see the, you know, the fruit of your labor or whatever immediately, mm-hmm. um, it's much easier to want to do that shit rather than content or even building a brand with clothing, even running a gym. Like it's a, it's a, it's a hamster wheel. There's no end of anything. And so that can be difficult, but it becomes even more difficult when you're sitting on your couch on your laptop alone. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. then nothing feels done. But then there's sometimes nothing to do. Um, and because of this grind set, mindset, bullshit culture we all live in, which has bled everywhere. Yeah. First, it was just like entrepreneurs watched other entrepreneurs blow smoke on the internet. Mm-hmm. But now, like, n- all these pseudo life coach entrepreneur guys are fucking pop culture faces. Yeah. I'm trying to choose my words carefully here, but there, there's really nothing more disappointing to me than than seeing someone who I think has a legitimate voice in 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 our world or any world or whatever who connects with an audience who is um, real and down to earth, gives good advice, well reasoned, whatever, 
connecting with or looking up to somebody that is like a bullshitter. Yes, yeah, snake oil. Yes, yeah, snake oil, whatever. I'm I'm always very frustrated by that. And I want to say just like don't. Like you don't need to. Well, the you, issue, you literally don't need to. Don't 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 go there. The issue is You're gonna get some of that on you and it's gonna be hard to get off. That's the issue though is that that is um like they're putting that that proves that what they do is good because they're selling you snake oil and it's working yeah you know what i mean yeah that's like proof of concept yeah the proof of concept is that and i've fallen for it like i've followed some people and there's always tidbits you can learn from anybody like right. no one's putting out complete bullshit but some people are just you know using buzzwords all day and then now they're fucking fighting each other. I was I don't know who this guy was. I'm scrolling around on Instagram reels or some shit and there's some businessy looking guy doing a podcast like this, which every motherfucker has, sitting there talking shit on these other guys' morning routines. Um I don't know what book it was, because I'm not a big book guy, but obviously there's multiple, but there's one big book that tried to and part of it was uh Ferris. Uh, but there's others that like Let's look at habits of billionaires, mm. and then if you replicate those habits, mm -hmm. maybe you can become a billionaire, which I just think is utter bullshit um, <laughs> because there's like so much luck involved with things or so much circumstance with things. Um, someone waking up, journaling 10 minutes, meditating 10 minutes, having coffee with butter, going for a run before 5 a.m. is not what made him a billionaire. No. There's just no possible no. way we can connect those lines because for every one that became a billionaire doing that, there's 50,000 that wake up at 4 a.m. thinking they're going to be the next Dwayne Johnson. Mm -hmm. And they're just not, there's just either they don't have the, 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 the magic sauce, which I think is a factor. They don't have the luck. They don't have the opportunity. They don't have the connections. And then even if they have all those, yeah, there's going to be luck involved, right place, right time that you're just not going to make it. And yeah. that sucks. And that's not marketable, and I can't sell you anything to do with that because I can't now sell you my sales pitch book, my marketing book, or my brand to tell because I'm telling you the truth. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it sucks. I don't know where I started with this rant, but um, oh, feeling productive. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to complain about social media for just a second. I I saw a video that was posted on you know one of those like aggregator IGs of a a snake coming out like in the space between a cabinet and a refrigerator or something yeah. like that which you know that would scare you and, and Highly. The, yeah and the uh the caption was like what would you do and i said nuke it from space is the only way to be sure which is a reference to but not a direct quote from aliens and uh instagram felt the need to tell me that they were pulling that that comment down violence violence it's yeah. like what the actual fuck yeah. just algorithm that just doesn't make any sense at all yeah just algorithm a threat i mean i get what the the purpose of it right like that's but, the whole but it's not even a threat it's a comment it's not yeah but, but algorithm i mean it's not a single individual looking at that it's also not a single individual posting on that site no it wasn't no, even the, the original video no 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 but all i'm saying is that instagram is trying to and i uh don't know if I agree or not, but they're, they're trying to stop bullying, and so they throw in keywords that they won't allow. That's all. Very irritating. Yeah, that's all. That I hate when things me. don't work the way they're supposed to. That's my 
Yeah, but then that, then that you know we can go deep into that. I don't know if you want to head there, but that that goes into like free speech or not on the internet on a private platform or not. Well, I mean, whatever. It just like do it when it makes sense. Don't do do don't do it when it doesn't make sense. But That's how do you, how how do you stop? 10 uh, you million. have another layer. You have another layer. You have people like yeah with hundreds these, hundreds of millions of comments a day. That's gonna yeah, be real hundreds difficult. of hundreds of millions. They make hundreds of millions of dollars a day. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They, they can fucking figure it out. I don't know. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can regulate that strictly. And that's why, like, even on YouTube, you get knocked all the time. And you can go to a review. But even the review, I think, is a second-layer algorithm. And then beyond that, like, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, just too much It's just too much content. The amount of content that's flying through the world right now, simply on one platform, let alone if you take TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, you just yeah, it's gonna be so hard to regulate any of that. That's what people don't even like think about when they're talking about free speech or whatever they want to fucking sit on their moral soapbox. But the amount of shit that's flying through the internet yeah. is insane. And shit meaning just stuff. I don't mean bad or Yeah, good. it's multiplied over the last few years. Oh no, it's insane. Yeah, there's an For insane sure. amount. I mean I told you my homie JP yeah, JPG coaching on TikTok. That dude was putting out 20 videos a day, he said, wow. for an entire year. I can't even imagine that. Yeah, I mean, TikTok is more like an Instagram story, so I can imagine it. It's quick. It's easier. And if you're not doing any other content, not too crazy. Or if you're, you're a full-blown team, right, and you do podcasts, and then yeah. they, they strip that all down and distribute it, you know. Even us, or the amount of content hours I put out is crazy a week, but... And that's solo, basically, in terms of, like, chopping shit down. Mm. Like, you do help with the podcast and produce the podcast. Seabass helps and produces the YouTube, and I'm chopping it all down, distributing it all. Just me alone's hour, you know, mm. 40 hours a week. And there's hundreds of thousands of people trying to do what we do. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, to roll back to something you said earlier, though, about um, a really kind of a lack of, of cash prize meets. Yeah, in the world, it seems like there's very much an opening there. Yeah, I don't know what the pro series. There's just so much going on. I can't keep up. And like COVID, I kind of fell asleep, and we were just building this gym, so I just kind of isolated my brain from what was going on. But yeah, there's like a pro series, I think, in the USPA now, mm-hmm. or maybe the WRPF. I don't even know who runs it. You guys can go in Discord and tell me I'm an idiot and correct me. And then there's a pro series, I think, starting in the USAPL. Okay. I think that's kind of one of the reasons people are staying there, but I don't think they've announced a lot of info on like the payout and stuff. Uh, so like, I mean, you want a thousand dollars for winning the USAPL nationals, mega nationals, right? Which is supposed to be the meet. And that probably didn't pay for your trip. Not even close. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you're competing, you're going to get there at least three days cause you got to weigh in, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. There's just no way. And especially with flight prices, there's no shot. If you bring a coach or even bring a friend, bring a girlfriend or significant other, you're fine. There's no shot. And so, it, what's the pro series? Is the pro series if the pro series starts dishing out 10k a meet, which I think they should, and that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Then then nationals loses its prestige. Why are we going to nationals? Oh, fair point. And People I think would probably skip nationals unless you have to. I like, think you have to. So I think that's part of the shout out to Avi. And again, maybe she'll know more when we have her on. But there's a pro. There's like a pro card now in the USAPL. Yeah, and she won that. And I think it's like top three podium spots plus like 
uh, uh, by dots. Yeah, another top dots of yeah. in the entire weekend. And so she she got in there, which is fucking awesome. Even though I don't know what it means, it sounds cool. I've never run a pro card and shit. Uh, so maybe that. Maybe you're right. Maybe you got to go to USAPL Nats to even have a chance. I think you have to do the Arnold or Nats to get even a pro card, mm-hmm. and then maybe you get thrown in the pro series, and that's where the real money is. I mean, that mm-hmm. would make sense now that I talking out loud and unfiltered maybe i sound stupid but that makes sense how other leagues work you know you go to the nba draft you got to go to college and you get to go to the nba draft and now you're getting fucking paid and you're with the big dogs Mm -hmm. so maybe the pro meets are pro invite only and i think ifbb kind of works like that despite it being on like a point system which is a little weird it's a little participation trophy ish even though people aren't gonna like that you show up and you show up to enough qualifiers and get fifth at each you're going to get enough points to qualify for the olympia yeah you know which is a little weird to me i i would agree with yeah that. and so like if powerlifting is the case i just do a meet a month and i get enough points to go there that's probably not cool and i, I don't think that's the system but if it leads that way that's just the issue with the money being the main driver of sport yeah for sure right because they're going to run want to run more meets with more competitors to get more cash and if they incentivize that somehow, mm-hmm. more people are going to do it to be, get their little pro card. I don't know. Hopefully, Abby has the answer. She might not. Yeah, she's just they, strong. She's smart, but she might not be. You know, is into the USAPL as we need. <laughs> well, we'll we'll find out. There's the answer to that. We'll yeah, we have find a meeting out. tomorrow or the day after with news to come. I'll leak it to you guys when we can. And those guys will. The people we're having a meeting with know what the hell is going on. So maybe we ask them. Yeah. Well, shall we wrap this one up? And uh... Yeah. We're going to have uh, our Lifter Avi on next week. So new episodes every Wednesday, Friday. Appreciate you guys. 3SB.co. A couple things dropping, fluttered in before our big drop in August. Um, I'm Silent Mike. If you want to find me, 3SB.co, thirdstreetbarbell.com. I'm at the Jim McD on all the social media. This show is 50% facts, where percent is a word, 50 it's just numbers. And this <laughs> this show is a Spreaker Prime podcast in association with iHeartMedia on the Obscure Celebrity Network. And we'll talk to you next time. Oh,